Whereas the other person saying, no, it's, it's, you know, I was taught that you have this or that, that's it. Well, or a case of, I like you just the way that you are. Right. Which right. Is there's typically... no, com- there's no conversation in the relationship about moving forward and growing together. Right. It's like, I, I like the way that we are right now. So let's just do 40 years of that. Which, again, it's... Even though you might be fighting all the time and have some dysfunction or whatever the relationship is, I know what it is, so I'm comfortable in that. Right. Right? Yeah, I know we're going to get into fights every once in a while or whatever, but I, I know what to expect out of the person. And therefore, I don't want them to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to change. So I just want to, I just want 40 years of the way we are. Because I, I know what it is, right? right? There's fear of the unknown. There's fear of being different. Even mm-hmm. though that different may bring a better life. Right. Hello, and welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Andy McDowell, founder and owner of Generate Your Value, providing life, leadership, and small business coaching services in the Atlanta area. And I'm Zach Levy, your other co-host. I run a nationwide financial service business with my wife, Megan. Together, Zach and I have the intention to bring you tips, concepts, ideas, suggestions, stories, and analogies from A to Z, which will help you to grow your personal brand and small business in such a way that joy, happiness, and success as you define it for yourself are achieved. We hope to use our gifts, talents, and experiences in business to generate value in your life. And with that being said, let's move to our topic for today. Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach Levy, and of course with me is my other co-host, Andy McDowell. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Yes. Glad you joined us today. Me or the audience? Both. (laughs) Sorry, it's one of those days you're just in one of those moods, you know. But, you know, we've got got a pretty impactful topic as always today a little bit i'd say even abstract the way we, you know some may think about it right yeah i don't know we're quite sure exactly how this episode's going to go but we're going to throw a right throw an idea on the table and see where we go with it again as as we've said in the past it's we invite you on our journey as well so mm-hmm. this is really just our ideas put together and we see what road we go down and hopefully it generates value in your life and helps get you on the right path. So, But it's a topic today. We've done a couple episodes where we've just taken a word in the dictionary and talk about how it impacts our lives. Difference today is we're going to take two words. Stepping it up. Stepping it up to, uh, <laughs> to two words, and it's two words that we use constantly in our life. It, we almost treat them, if you will... To use a business analogy as a commodity, because they get used all the time. But I don't know that we take a lot of time in our lives to sort of step back and look at which one do we use more. 
And when we're thinking about our lives in the direction that we want to take our lives, which one do we use more? Right. We didn't, so, we didn't really go down that road when we were talking we just before we, were, we hit the record button. But, but I like that road. Yeah. Now, the, the two words we're referencing, because you're going, okay, we're, we're talking about these two words. What the heck are they? Is, you know, if you read a book, you read an essay, you read anything, it's in there a thousand times. If it's in there once, is and and or. And, A-N-D. Right. And or, O-R. Right. So, both contractions. But there's a but there's a simple connotation that delineates when you use it. Right. right? So both words are in the arena of choice. Now I think the word or hits closer to the target. If you if you were in the arena and you had a big bullseye in the center of it. And, and we're we're lobbing an object into the middle of it. Just just go with it here. We'll go with the javelin. Right. You, the word or has a stronger connotation of choice, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to hit closer to the target than the word and, because usually and has a little bit of a connotation that you need both things. Right. Right. That there is no choice. Well, you don't have you. You don't have to choose. Right. It's not you have to sit there and make a decision with or it's delineated. It's you get one or the other. Mm -hmm. So with the word and it might be a little bit more of a requirement kind of statement as opposed to a choice. Right. Right. You need salt and pepper. You need flour and water Mm -hmm. in order to make bread, for example. There's no choice in that. You have to have those two ingredients in order to achieve the result that you're looking for. Right. Whereas or connotates that... You can have coffee or tea. You don't you have, have coffee or tea or water. I mean, you could string a whole bunch of ors. Right. Would you like something to drink? I, I've i got coffee or tea or Coca-Cola or a bourbon or, you know, whatever. I'll take the last one, please. But no, it and and to, to touch on that, you're going, okay, we're talking about these simple choices. Mm-hmm. The reason we're doing this word analysis is not to say, okay, well, we can have chicken or fish, right? Right. Those are very simple, not very life impactful statements. Of course, right. unless you have a serious allergy to one of the choices that could be right. impactful, <laughs> but it's about the bigger, the bigger picture as applies to really your life, right? And an or, and, do we have to make choices or can we have all of the above? If that makes sense. Yeah. So what it really boils down to is resources. So what's our, what's our biggest finite resource in life? Time. It's time. Right. It's the only time. Time is linear. There's only so much of it in our lives, and we really don't even know for sure exactly how much time we have. No. no nobody knows exactly when it is that we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. In theory. So, if you have a finite resource of time, 
and you're looking at your life, you may have the tendency to go more towards the or side than the and side, right? When I think that, you know, we as humans, it's naturally we take the the what seems to be easier path for gratification, right? What I mean by that is if we go down the or path, right, it's, you know, the topics we're talking about here, again, is not chicken or fish. It's can I have a successful business and a, a flowering, loving marriage and a great home life, right? That's one example. And, and be a great, great super friend, great set of friends right. and follow my passions relative to hobbies right and have children and right each one of those items takes time out of our life mm-hmm. so we we all have to make decisions as to where do we want to spend our time right what where do ands, we want to invest our time i think it's what you know what ands we want to have because to a point sometimes you do have to make or decisions Mm-hmm. Right. But what are your top priorities? What are the what's the string of ands you really want in your life? And I don't think enough people sit down to actually think about that. Or, or your your life is over a multitude of years. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I want to have these four or five or six or seven things, but maybe I'm going to prioritize some of them now in this phase of my life and others in another phase. Right. But that doesn't mean I can't have them at some point in my life. Right. Sort of leads to what at times procrastination. Oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Right. And again, we're not, we're not guaranteed to have the time to get to it. If it's something important. Right. May not get to it because your life may end before you have a chance to get to it. If you keep pushing it off or you may never get to it because you just kept pushing it off. Right. And, and I think that's, that's when, when a balance of these two words, I mean, it doesn't have to be and, or, or I think the life decisions are and, and, or it's a combination of living out your purpose, living out your, your whys, because I think we can have multiple different areas, right? And, you know, saying, okay, again, I want these ands. And then prioritizing the ends is what's the top priority that if I weren't to be here tomorrow, what things would I want right now? What would be the most important? Yeah, but I think we have to, we have to get to something else more fundamental before we reach that point. So we have to be, we have to have a mindset or a decision right. in our life to say that I can have ends in my life. Like how you said, some may come all at once and some may get spread over it, but you know, I I am worthy of having ands. I can have ands. Do I want ands? I think we have to go through that natural progression of those things first and decide from a mindset perspective that I can go pursue my ands. Mm hmm. And then, then the choice, then the choice comes about where you're saying, okay, am I going to devote enough time to go after them all at once or spread them out in my lifetime or where do I, you know, I have 
30 days in a month. Where, where am I going to go split up my, my time in my 30 days in a right. month in all the items I've connected with Ann's? You know, maybe the next two years I want to concentrate on the career to get to a certain point, and then I'll concentrate on my family life. Go find a man or woman that I want to have a relationship with and start a family with and those type things. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I can only have one or the other. That's what? A little limiting limiting. limiting. Yeah. It's not thinking abundantly that I can have all of these things in my life at some point. One well, as we were talking before, it's I mean and is definitely more a decision to, you know, live a love based life. Right, that comes. That's a more love statement, a, a abundance mindset statement. If mm-hmm. I can talk. Whereas, you know, there are times again that ors are necessary. But if everything's or, right? If we have a limited mindset, it's it's fear based. That if I don't have this, I I'll lose it if I try to have anything else. If that makes sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think that's why we like to talk about these things because of the interconnectedness of love versus fear and decision-making mm-hmm. in our life and mindset. Those are two two huge things in a person's life is, is your mindset about yourself, about the world. Where are you sitting in the love versus fear spectrum overall in your life or in certain areas of your life? And how that influences and is an input into the choices that you make. And it's not only going to affect you yourself, it's going to affect the people that surround you, your business, your employees within your business. And so that's why I, I thought it would be good for us to talk about it now, because they, they are two very simple words. Right. We use them all the time. But with massive impacts. By themselves, and then when you try to link it to other items we've talked about, like love versus fear and mindset. We can even go back to last last week's episode about the the be, do, have. Mm-hmm. If if you do the do, have, be route, that's saying I can't I can't have love and other things in my life because they're an end result of achieving by doing and then having. So it's saying I can't I can't have love in these other things while I'm going through my path. I have to go concentrate on the doing. I'm going to go do things and sort of ha- then have things and then that enables me to have for the end to show up in my life. That's a limiting mindset. Mm-hmm. As opposed to an abundant mindset, a love mindset and saying no, I'm going to work on me first. And be a certain way in this world. So I can have that. I can have that from the beginning and then and go do these things that are in alignment with my being, the way I want to be in this world. Right. And then and through the being of being this way in the world and doing things in alignment with it, then allows me to and have these things in my life. When it goes back to 
former episodes as well. Just again, fear versus love, be, have, do. But as we've talked about in a lot of episodes, everything's kind of congruent applied across life, right? Mm -hmm. What if, if we determine again, the love based who we want to be or our why, right? Then that can permeate, not just in one area to where we have to say, okay, I can have a good business life or this or that, but that if I, if I am this way, if I, if I be, then that permeates through all the different areas we want to have and. So it's, 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 again, it's all congruent. If we don't try to compartmentalize, again, compartmentalizing, I think, if you're one way at work and then one way at home, you're not living a love-based life. All right? Now, you're not going to treat your employees the same way necessarily, you know, you love your wife or kids, but being a love-based person, right? Looking to be, I think this goes back to a, also, you know, if you're a servant leader at work, it permeates through being a servant leader at home. Well, as long as you're not compartmentalizing your life. Right. Right, which is unto itself an What's, or. Again, being authentic. Well, it's being an or. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different mentality to say, okay, when I go to work, it's a different environment, so I need to be a different way. I can't, I can't be this way. To have an end that allows me to be this way. Think about it this way. You know, you make a statement to yourself. I, I am going to be a person in this world where I'm trying to achieve unconditional love in every area of my life and trying to be kind, trying to be a servant leader, etc., etc. And I'm going to apply that at work and in my relationship with my spouse and in my relationship with my kids and my relationship with my friends, and my relationship with my neighbors, and with my friends. I mean, it can go on right. and on and on, right? Or you can say, yeah, I'm going to be a, a kind servant leader, everything I stated before, but I'm only going to be that way at work. Right. There's no... So, you know, it may sound a little bit silly to be talking about two very simple words. One's three letters and one's two letters. And we use it all the time. But if you think deeply about it, I mean, it, it has a huge influence on the way that you approach life. It's a lot of work. And is a lot of work. Right. Well, and sometimes making hard choices. Not just, not just outward work as well. Right? Because right. oftentimes when we think about work, it's outward effort. But a lot of it to have, again, you have to be to do to have, right? Mm -hmm. You got to work on, work on the B, work on the Y, actually being that authentic person that can acquire the and first. I mean, yeah, because the more ands that you're using, you're saying, I'm going to be this way 24, 7, 365. Right. You literally have to create and it, that person. And, and if it doesn't come naturally for you. Without thinking, without effort. Which I think all, for most of us, our ideal person definitely doesn't. Because, I mean, we're flawed. We, you know, say I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be 
cool and level headed and, you know, not make decisions emotionally at work and at home and, 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 right. Well, all of it takes energy, right? Takes a lot of energy and work to, if you naturally have, you know, lost your cool all the time at every mishap or something like that, takes a lot of energy to change. To be able to be to where you, to be able to, you know, have, you know, trusting staff at work and a smooth family life and serve your, your people at work and your wife and your friends. So well, particularly if you haven't, if you're young in age or young in experience or whatever, and you're trying to be a certain way in this world and you haven't been that way before. Then just like schoolwork is, it takes a lot of energy, takes a lot of work to get yourself to that point. Hopefully, eventually, the more work that you put on it, the easier and easier and easier it comes for you, right? You know, the more more time you spend with a musical instrument, it's very difficult at first, but and it's hard work. But eventually right. you get to the point where, oh, you want to play a song? No big deal. You pick up the instrument and away you go. Right. And sometimes I think that's what stops people is, oh, it's so much work. Right. This is, you know, this is just the way I am. Take it or leave it. Right. I hate that statement. (laughs) (laughs) As an aside. But, you know, we've talked about in the past that emotional intelligence that has a lot to do with living an and based life. Right. And basically working that muscle out. I mean, you use the musical and musical instrument analogy, right? I mean, I think I can play one song on the guitar because I haven't practiced in years and years and years, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you put it down and don't continue to practice it, you know, if you want to, you know, this isn't truly a B statement, but if you want to be a guitar player, the do you have to continuously practice to keep, you know, calluses on your fingers to where mm-hmm. they're able to play for a long time so your fingers don't bleed, to keep your, you know, hands limber enough to move between chords or strings and things like that. And in the same way, using a fitness analogy again, it's, you know, you can go to the gym and we were talking about this, you know, starting to work out again, everything, it's, it's, it's a slow, progressive progress in the same way that changing ourselves is. We're not mm-hmm. going to change overnight. No. Right? And it, you know, to use your wording, a dimmer switch, right? It, it slowly gets brighter and brighter and brighter. But if we stop that process, it's just like if somebody takes, is on a weight loss journey or a weight gain journey or whatever, and they take three months off their program, it's almost like they're starting over again. Mm-hmm. Now they have a little bit more muscle memory from having experienced some of this stuff before. And, but they have a little bit more foundation, but they basically have to rebuild from the bottom. So in the same way, establishing the authentic self that we want to be, our ideal self, is it's constantly practicing our craft, being conscious of the emotional decisions that we make. Well, that's why you hear all the 
talk and conversation about the role of discipline in your life. Right. Right. You have to have establish a discipline of getting enough sleep, enough discipline of eating the right things, enough discipline of getting some exercise during the week. You know, a discipline of using your mental capabilities. Right. To keep your mind sharp. Right. So there's certain things that you need to have a discipline over and over and over again in order to then make it easy to do other things in your life, right? Because your environment might not always be the perfect incubator for what you want to grow into, right? Right. Because, I mean, we live in in a world that has many, 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 many flaws, right? Our community is of human beings who have many, 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 many flaws, mm-hmm. right? We all do stuff we've regretted to people we love and care about the most that we don't want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. And so in those environments, being able to still work on being your authentic self so that you can have those ands and really through that, it, it starts to affect other people, I've noticed. Right. When people start to see you changing, mm-hmm. they go, oh. And I think they start to get a little introspective themselves if they're ready for it. Right. If they're living a fear based life, they're not going to see it. But, well, or they can start pushing back on it. Right. That's I what I'm saying. I can't if, afford to have you change because. Get this. And or, right? Mm-hmm. Love based, fear based. Right. If somebody in your life sees you changing and. If, if, they're, if they have an abundance mindset, the right mindset, and they will change, right? It'll affect them. They'll see that as positive light and go, oh, this is a good track. The fear-based person is going, this isn't you, and it becomes an or, right? They start pushing back because it scares them to be introspective on themselves. I mean, I've, I've been in, you know, I think, Andy, we've probably been in relationships like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. You know, not well, to be you know, biblically speaking, the the Bible uses the word equally yoked, right? And that can mean so many things. Of course, that's talking about more faith based stuff. But if we take that that wording, and you know, talk about okay, do we both have an abundance mindset, or does one have a fear based mindset, one have a love based mindset? We start button heads. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we talk about this a lot in our partnership talks with our office and everything that people are frustrated when they're growing and they're changing to be who they want to be. Because to go from, you know, what everybody says we're supposed to do to do something extraordinary with your life, you've got to change. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's a frustration of my, you know, my partner's not changing. My partner's not changing. And you see somebody outgrowing somebody else because they're saying, no, 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 we can have, we can have a great life. We can have all the things we want and more. Right. Right. Whereas the other person saying, no, it's, it's, you know, I was taught that you have this or that, that's it. Well, or a case of, I like you just the way that you are. Right. Which right. There's no com- there's no conversation in the relationship about moving forward and growing together. Right. It's like I-, I like the way that we are right now, so let's just do forty years of that. 
which again, it's, even though he might be fighting all the time and have some dysfunction or whatever the relationship is, I know what it is. So I'm comfortable in that. Right. Right. Yeah. I know we're going to get in the fights every once in a while or whatever, but I, I know what to expect out of the person. And therefore, I don't want them to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to change. So I just want to, I just want 40 years of the way we are. Because I, because I know what it is, right? right? There's fear of the unknown. There's fear of being different, even mm-hmm. though that different may bring a better life. Right. For the two of you. It's no, I know, this is known the way we are now. Known, and so therefore, out of fear of changing, of doing something different, even though that different may be better for the two of us, I'm comfortable right where I am, and I don't want you to change. Some people live their whole life that way, and that's their choice. But it's an extremely important conversation to have at the beginning of a of a relationship is. You know, in terms of who do you want to be in this world? Are you, are you comfortable with the way that you're being in this world? Do you want to grow as a person? Do you want to grow in a relationship? Because if you don't have those conversations and people start changing, then it can get kind of scary and fearful-based. Right. And all of a sudden, you start having discomfort, fights, disagreements all the time. Because you didn't have those, you weren't vulnerable enough in the beginning to have those conversations to say, I'm in this relationship for a long-term relationship, and this is where I hope to grow in my life. And if you haven't been introspective enough in your own life to understand that, how how are you going to possibly communicate that to somebody else? I saw a couple of weeks ago an Instagram model type person that had gotten married and she all of a sudden put a post out there saying that she and her husband of a year or two were getting a divorce. And they're getting a divorce because he wants kids and she she either can't or won't. I don't remember which. Can't and won't is two different scenarios for sure if it's. Won't. Yeah, but even yeah. though, even if it's either way, if that's known, right, going into the relationship, why, why would you continue it if you have different goals? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's if it's physically can't, and somebody didn't know that beforehand, that's a different topic. That's and, a different topic. Yeah. But, but if it's I don't want kids, I won't have kids. That should have been known before the relationship even got serious. Well, it has to be thrown, if it's known, it has to be thrown on the table to say, hey, I'm right. physically unable to have kids. Okay, do you still want kids? Right. Yes, I'd love to have kids, I just can't. Okay, well, let's talk about adoption. Right. Is that Versus, I don't something want you'd be willing kids, to do? Period. I mean, that, that conversation can go in about 10 different directions. The key mm-hmm. is, are you vulnerable and, and not fearful of losing the person? Because of that conversation, you're doing it out of love. Love for yourself and love for the other person. That, if it's not a good fit for the two of you, you'll love them enough that you want them to go out and find that love for themselves. 
Right. Right. Instead of being fearful of, oh, I'm going to lose this person. So I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak my truth about what my reality is and just hope it never becomes an issue. And then you get married and two years later, it became an issue. Mm-hmm. Now I have a lot of hurt and sadness and grief and everything else that comes in with a divorce. Right. When it's talking, it's, it's talking about introspection again, right? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, for example, is with Megan and I, we went before getting married and this is, this doesn't just have to do with marriage and relationships, but it's a great example. Before getting married, we went through a pretty rigorous premarital course with mentors and, mm-hmm. you know, studies and questionnaires and personality things and belief view questionnaires not doing them together and then compared to see, you know, where, where we stood. Right. Cause if there were some non-negotiables that weren't put on the table beforehand, like you said, you go through, you find that out two years later and then you go through, okay, well now I have to choose or right. You're forced into an or situation. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you're looking at, living a life that doesn't meet your goals potentially that doesn't that isn't congruent with your why with your values or you just settle and say so be it or you leave right there's no and in that scenario no so in the same way if if we're if we want an and life being introspective on ourselves right because in reality this may sound a little weird but we're in our we're basically in a relationship with ourselves. Right. When we look at that, you know, we talk yes. to ourselves, right? We, sometimes we argue with ourselves. Well, let's go listen to our whole episode on self-leadership because right. you are in a relationship with yourself. Right. First, first and foremost. Right. And, you know, that's where it comes to identify. I keep going back to, you know, the, the be, do, have workshop we did. Mm-hmm. Right identifying the B so that you know that are, are the decisions you're making in your day to day is the path that you're walking leading you to do what is congruent with your B. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then like the three sentence statements, right? I will be this. So I, in order to do this, to have, this and this and this mm-hmm. and this and, mm-hmm. and 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 there's not an or in that statement nowhere anywhere i'm gonna be this way and, and do these things right. which are in alignment with my be and which will then enable me to and have these things in my life right there's no or anywhere in that and I'd be willing. I'd be willing to bet. I don't know this for sure, but if you were if you were to collect the two to three sentence pinnacle gift statements that came out of all all the courses or classes that the Catalyst coaches do, you'd be hard pressed to find an or anywhere in any of those. Right. I mean, I think I'm somebody. Not, would... I'm not saying there's not there may be one or two or three here or there, but. The reality is it'd be like 1% of all of them. Well, I think we, you, you probably run through this in your business, meeting people that have that limited mindset that may say, well, I'm, 
I can be this way so I can have this or have that, or I can, you know, there may be some of those cases. Look at your wife, Megan, went, went through the course and she's still working on and struggling with her statements. Mm -hmm. And and I think the biggest from the comments she's made to me, the biggest difficulty she's having in putting this together is she has a side of her that's very kind and nurturing and loving and, and those type things in this world. But she also has a very a competitive streak in her, right? That's which is which in some respects people see as an opposite to being kind and humble and well they think to be nurturing to, and so forth, right? They think to be able to win, you've gotta be cold, you gotta be not loving. Right. And so we we had a very short discussion about she's trying to figure out a way to bridge those two thoughts, right? She's trying to figure out the and. The and is a bridge. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out a way how to connect those two, to bridge those two in a way that perfectly describes how she is and wants to be in this world. She's not denying one side of that in herself. That would be an or. I have to be kind, nurturing, humble, da 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 da, da or be extremely competitive. Right. She wants it to be an and in her life. She wants to bridge those two. And she's trying to figure out a way in English in two or three sentences to express that perfectly for herself with the ands. It's taking work. Right. It's taking work for her to figure out how to describe in two or three sentences that bridge, that and, that I can be, I can have an abundant life by being both these ways in the world and use them appropriately in the right circumstances in my life and get the benefits of both. That's why it's not finished. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think it is. Last time I talked to her, she, she hadn't finished it because it's taking work right. to find that and. Anyway, never, never thought of that before we started this. That's why, that's why I love this podcast because right, just- we just free flow these ideas. You just get great. Great things to come out of it, just letting it flow. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope she finishes it soon. Working on it. So, but no, those are because I think it'll be a monkey off her back, so she can start living that way. Not right. that she's not today, but it'll be more solid in her mind and her heart. Right, it's in the forefront. It. Right. It's in front of you. Right. So, too bad you don't have a microphone to drop on that whole statement. That was good. <laughs> that was super impactful. It was just a great example. Yeah. And honestly, and it's I, part, I, part of why I love, love that course is you've got four or five or six or however many unique individuals that are in that room where some cases somebody has to do a lot of work to figure it out because they, they, they either haven't been solid enough yet on how they want to be in this world. They're still trying mm-hmm. to figure it out or how to describe it. And then you have others like, like Megan that they know, but they're trying to figure out the end, how to describe the end. 
I got I got word that one of our participants in that course has all of his big post-it note papers on his bedroom wall, and he's still working on it. Hey, he gets work. to look at it laying in bed every night thinking Good. about it. Work. <laughs> Much hey. to the wife's chagrin. <laughs> so, But he's working. He's hey, giving up. That's what it takes. It, it's not always... Again, you don't always get your, you know, with anything in life, you don't always get to your destination right off the cuff, right? Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. It takes work. It takes time. And, you know, some people are better at doing certain things than others. Some people are better at introspecting because they've done it before. They've had to go through some things. Well, I was going to be on my next point. You know, yeah. some people entering the course have been introspective in their life and they're sort of just putting the, the polishing touch, if you will, by putting it into two or three sentences and then there are others that have never done it. And it's like, whoa, you know, the eyes get big and the mouth drops and they're just like, holy mackerel. Right. They're generally the ones to get the, the messages back from family or friends and they go, really? I'm not, wait, really? Really? You know, because right. they didn't, haven't thought about that themselves or they've had a lot of blind spots. A lot of times they've they've lived with a lot of fear in their life. They're so struggling with the fear and what's going on in the world and what people might think about me that they don't they don't have the time to concentrate on being introspective and showing themselves some love. And A and D three letters or O R two letters. And we've just spent close to 45 minutes of the major impacts that those two words can have right. in your life. I mean, and b- before this, you know, this, this is why I love doing this format. Just talking is you don't really think about that unless you bring it out and just put it at the forefront, right? Like we said, it's two words we see as a commodity all the time, but how we can apply it to our why or our B the do the have all that those are two words that depending on how you're thinking can again change life well sometimes change. sometimes things in life are like right in front of us right? right we we see life as being complex so you would think in a topic like this on an episode the two words would be two words that are very complex like juxtaposition and I don't know, I'm drawing a blank, but you you sort of get the point where the two words that we're talking about are complex subjects and they have their words with a lot of letters in them. Right. Right. Things that would stand out, right? If you were to be walking down the street and see a a billboard out there and had the word juxtaposition on it, you would go, that would stop you somewhat in your tracks and go, wow, you don't see that word every day. You may even have to remind yourself what that word means. Whereas you walk by and you see the word and and the word or all the time, that it just it doesn't even phase you. You just keep walking on by. It's, it's so common within our lives. But the reality is the two can have a major impact. Right. Cause it, major. Because it deals with the underlying things that are major in our life that we don't spend a lot of time on thinking about, feeling about. Like mindset and love versus fear. Well, I think that about, that's probably enough. Yeah, that's a lot. 
squeezed into 45 <laughs> minutes. So Two very short words, but a lot to be said for Who it. thought you could talk for 45 minutes on two, two little words? But we hope everybody takes this, you know, listen to it, potentially listen to it again, because there was a lot in there. And just digest that. See, you know, how you can apply it to your life, what, and, and do some introspection. Well, sit down with your favorite beverage and think about love versus fear and mindset and how those come into play in your lives. And are you living a life full of ands or a life full of ors? Can you come up with examples in your life where my life is ruled by the word and or is it ruled by the life or? Right. You know, it's probably tough to say that you're all one word or the other, but where, where is the bulk of it? And I think the more that you can push your life from the or side to the and side and from the fear side to the love side, you're going to live a more joyful, happy, and successful life. Right. And then it translates to your business, too, if you own a business. We've talked about how they can, you know, business principles, leadership principles, stuff like that can be applied to both family life, friendships, business life, et cetera. So well, it's the big mainstay of generate your value. Right. It's because of that statement you just stated. All of the above. Life so, is not a silo. Right. Well, shall we wrap it up? I think so. Put the mics away. <laughs> Go do some and things. And things. So to our audience, we appreciate you spending your time with us today. Again, your time is your most valuable finite asset. So spending mm-hmm. it with us, we pray that we generated value for you. That's our purpose here. And if we did do us a favor, share it out there, help others get some good nuggets that can generate value in their life. And also do us another favor, hit that uh, follow button spelled subscribe. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us on our journey. Exactly. Follow us on our, our thinking our our thinking, free flow this, this thinking think and conversation and on important topics in life. So that would being said, we uh, hope you'll join us next Tuesday for another episode. Hit that subscribe button. Have a great week. Have a great day. Live in the present moment. Look for the ands in your life. Limit the oars. Live in a life of abundance. Be joyful, happy, and successful in life by generating your value in this world. So that being said, have a great day and take care. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Generate Your Value podcast. If you find our conversations to be useful in your life, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can find me online on Instagram at the Fitzpreneur. Facebook, and LinkedIn. For information on my coaching services, if you're in the Atlanta area, go to www.generateyourvalue.com. You can also find me and my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Generate Your Value on those platforms. Once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and we invite you to generate your value in this world.